Good morning, y'all. This is Dana from DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services, and I am here this morning to talk to you about student loan debt relief. So let's talk financial aid, shall we? Well, uh, there is a lot of information that's been uh, floating around uh, with regards to student loan debt. Uh, relief. I wanted to dedicate today's show to try to clarify exactly what is happening. And um, I'm giving you this information directly from the FSA Partners uh, website, which is, stands for Federal Student Aid. Uh, and this is the website that they have uh, set up. Uh, mostly administrators um, like myself go there uh, to obtain the latest and greatest information. Um, there's a handbook that we use uh, quite frequently, and um, but anybody can access this website. So the website, if you're interested, is fsapartners.ed.gov, and. Uh, when you get to the home page, um, if you're looking for uh, direction with regards to uh, where I'm obtaining my information, go to the Knowledge Center, and then you're going to go to Library and Dear Colleague Letters. Now, the first um, item that I am going to reference for y'all is the Dear Colleague Letter that was posted back on August 17th. 2022, which outlined um, how we as administrators were supposed to or are supposed to handle students that are applying for loans that are in default status. Okay, so I'm about to go over this uh, letter with you all um, to again provide you information. And it states, Dear colleague, the U.S. Department of Education announced on April 6, 2022 that it would eliminate the negative effects of default for borrowers who defaulted on their federal student loans prior to the pandemic payment pause. Among other features, this initiative called Fresh Start will enable borrowers and with defaulted federal student loans to regain Title IV HEA federal student aid eligibility, including federal Pell Grants and campus-based aid like federal work study. Access to federal student aid can provide a pathway for additional education which can help these borrowers compete in the job market and ultimately improve their ability to fully repay their loans. Key, fully repay their loans among other benefits. These borrowers will also have the chance to enroll in an income-driven repayment plan or access other repayment options that suit their needs. This Fresh Start initiative will remain available to previously defaulted borrowers, as identified above, for one year after the end of the COVID-19 pandemic student loan payment pause. Simply put, these borrowers will have at least one year to make payment arrangements before defaulting on their debts and or being subject to further collections efforts 
like most other borrowers eligible for the payment pause. This one-year period is referenced throughout this Dear Colleague letter as the Fresh Start period. We want to emphasize that the guidance in this Dear Colleague letter applies only when awarding aid to borrowers who are currently ineligible based solely on a prior Title IV loan default and who can qualify to have their eligibility restored through the Fresh Start initiative or in accordance with Dear Colleague Letter and Gen 2103. Students who are ineligible for any other reason, example, failing to meet satisfactory academic progress standards, owing an overpayment on a Title IV grant, or being in default on a Perkins loan that is held by a school are not eligible to receive Title IV aid unless the eligibility issue is resolved. A school's failure to comply with the guidance in this letter may result in a determination that the school has awarded Title IV aid to an ineligible student. Borrowers who are defaulted before March 13, 2020, the Fresh Start Initiative restores Title IV aid eligibility for borrowers with loans in the following categories. The defaulted prior to the that defaulted prior to the start of the student loan repayment pause on March 13, 2020. William D. Ford Federal Direct Loan Program Loans, Direct Loans, Federal Family Education Loan, FFEL Program Loans, including Federal Insured Student Loans, FISL, and Federal Perkins Loans, that are serviced by the department's debt management and collection systems. The Fresh Start initiative requires that a school receiving an institutional student information record, which is known as an ICER, and is a result of a, the FAFSA being completed, showing that a student has one or more of the loan types listed above that defaulted before March 13, 2020 may award Title IV aid to the student in accordance with all normal student and program eligibility requirements provided that the school, one, maintains in the student's file a screenshot of the National Student Loan Data System, also known as NSLDS, loan detail information showing that the default date, see below, for the loan was prior to March 13, 2020. The school must retain this documentation for three years after the end of the award year in which the student last attended the school. For direct loans, the default date is the most recent start date to for the transfer of the loan to DMCS, as known under Guarantee Agency Lender Servicer Agent History in the Loan Details section. For FFEL program loans, the default date is the most recent insurance claim payment date with a reason code of DF or DU shown under the claims details for loan in the loan details section. And then for Perkins loans, the default date is the most recent start date for transfer of the loan to DMCS as shown under guarantee agency lender servicer agent history in the loan details section. 
so the second part of this is is they retain in the student's file the schools retain in the student's file a signed and dated acknowledgement from the student or parent and the parent acknowledgement will only be required if applying for a direct plus loan for parents of participation in the fresh start initiative that must contain the following language i name of the student understand i am eligible for title IV aid as a result of the fresh start initiative as a fresh start eligible borrower i understand that by accepting the title IV hea federal student aid during the fresh start period i am agreeing to have my defaulted loans transferred to a new loan servicer the company that will manage my loan which will result in continued title for hea federal student loan aid eligibility beyond the fresh start period i understand that this transfer may not occur immediately and that i can contact the holders of my defaulted loans to request transfer sooner the school must retain this acknowledgement for three years after the end of the award year in which the student last attended the school. Once new aid is dispersed to borrowers who qualify under the Fresh Start Initiative, the department will automatically initiate a transfer of the borrower's defaulted loans to a non-default loan servicer. This transfer will remove the default status of the loans and allow the borrowers to remain eligible to receive Title IV aid beyond the fresh start period. Schools may award and disperse Title IV aid to a student who would otherwise be ineligible due to a prior default only during the fresh start eligibility period. If a school receives an ICER after the end of the fresh start eligibility period showing that a student is in default on Title IV loan, including a student who previously received aid through the Fresh Start initiative, the student may not receive Title IV aid unless the student first resolves the default by repaying the default to loan in full, making satisfactory repayment arrangements on the loan, rehabilitating the loan, or consolidating the loan. Borrowers who defaulted on or after March 13th of 2020. The guidance provided above applies when awarding aid to students who defaulted on loans prior to the start of the student loan repayment pause March 13th, 2020, and who qualify for Title IV aid under the Fresh Start Initiative. When awarding aid to students who defaulted on or after the start of the payment pause, and prior to the payment pause end date, which are primarily FFEL loan borrowers, different guidance applies. Defaulted FFEL program loans held by guarantee agencies that are not subject to an active bankruptcy filing are in population two, as described in Dear Colleague Letter Gen 2103. As explained in that DCL, loans in Population 2 will be assigned to the department and are immediately eligible for Title IV aid. However, many of these loans have not yet been assigned to the department and will continue to show a default status in NSLDS while they remain with the guarantee agency. Students 
who are otherwise eligible and who have defaulted FFEL program loans in Population 2 are eligible to receive Title IV aid effective March 12, 2021, which is the publication date of DCL Gen 2103. A school that receives an ICER showing that a student has defaulted loan in Population 2 may award Title IV aid to the student in accordance with all normal student and program, program eligibility requirements, provided that the school maintains in the student's file a screenshot of the NSLDS loan detail information showing that the default date was on or after March 13, 2020. The school must retain this documentation for three years after the end of the award year in which the student last attended the school. In these circumstances, the default date determination method is the same as described in the guidance above for students with FFEL program loans that defaulted prior to March 13, 2020. Because loans in Population 2 will automatically be assigned to the department for servicing by a new servicer at a later date, there is no requirement for the student to sign an acknowledgement that the loan will be transferred. Additional steps to help borrowers complete their studies. College, colleges should also consider opportunities to address other forms of debt or financial stress that can prevent students from re-enrolling. Diminishing the intended benefits of the Fresh Start initiative. The department encourages colleges to consider steps to help these borrowers such as using HERF money, which is the Higher Education Emergency Relief Funds that were provided under the CARES Act, or their own funds to discharge unpaid institutional balances or consider policies that will allow all students to enroll, access, or transfer their official academic records. The department also released a Dear Colleague Letter, Gen 2202, reminding colleges how and under what conditions they can use FAFSA data to aid in the administration of several other federal benefits. Colleges can find more guidance on the department's waivers and flexibilities, and there's a link um, to that. And the department appreciates the cooperation of schools in helping these borrowers receive a fresh start to help ensure greater financial security and continued pursuit of higher education. Signed by Richard Cordray, Chief Operating Officer of Federal Student Aid. So that was what came out prior to President Biden's proposed plan announcement on August 25th, 2022. Now, last week, there was a beta launch that occurred um, on the studentaid.gov website. And if you go to that website, that's where students are being directed to complete and apply for federal student loan debt relief. And there's also an area in this website that will also help you with the repayment um, options as well. There was also an announcement that was uh, just recently um, posted because 
before the show, I ended up um, just doing a quick perusal, and it looks like uh, yesterday, actually, uh, there was a federal, um, there's a comment request, federal student loan debt relief application and verification forms of request. Now that was posted on October 17th, but there wasn't an, um, on October, yesterday, October 20th, there was also a federal register comment posted. And this is to um, basically allow additional time to gather uh, documentation um, for students that are applying for debt relief uh, to show um, what they have for debt and also what they would be able to repay. So it's basically you have to, you know, outline what your debt is and then you also have to uh, show what your income is and then it's an income driven repayment. And the reason why I wanted to highlight this again um, in the show because there's quite a few um, stories in the media right now that are misleading. And one of them uh, is the fact that this is just going to go away. Like student loan debt, you, you know, debt relief, you're going to apply for it and all of a sudden, poof, magic, it's going to go away. It's not going to go away. They're just reallocating the funds and trying to figure out how they can do the repayment with everyone. So what President Biden's proposed plan is and what he keeps stating, and mind you, we also are only a little over two weeks away from midterm elections. And let's face it, this is a ploy in a way to help with the midterm election votes and results. Um, to have this come out because last week we were in beta launch mode on studentaid.gov for folks that were going to apply for the student loan debt relief. Right now these applications are just going into a holding area and then they will be um, at some point in time reviewed. But you have up until December 31st, 2023 to apply. And I saw a news article where they were talking about December 3rd. You have until December 31st. And they made it out to sound like, you know, you only have until December 31st of 2022. No, that's not accurate. So I'm just trying to clarify. I'm providing the information. Do what you want with the information. But as far as what I have been instructed per these documents that I've been looking at, this this money is not, the debt's not going away, it's just being reallocated. And that was clear in the Dear Colleague letter that I just read out to y'all uh, with regards to what the instructions are for folks that are um, in the process of reapplying. And the other part of this is, is I will say that the, for the folks that are reapplying uh, for new loans with past uh, default history, um, at this point in time, there is no ability to pay confirmation. So if you fill out an application uh, to go back to school, so you're filling out your FAFSA, the free federal application for student aid. And let's say, you know, it's the current award year we're working on is all 2020 tax information. Well, the majority of folks 
because of COVID had some issues with income. So there's a lot of files that are coming in with little to no income being able to be confirmed for an ability to pay the loans. So at this point in time, when those applications are going through, you know, they are being reviewed and, and there's other types of, out, of uh, aid that you can obtain. And, and it's good to fill out the FAFSA to get those other types of aid. But when it comes to direct loans, you have to remember that what we're talking about here is, is all federal loans. If you have private bank loans, for example, with Discover or Citizens and all the multiple other private lenders out there, this is not affecting you at all. You have to pay those loans back because it's a private entity. Um, so I just, again, want to just clarify what, what has been stated in the media is not exactly giving you the full picture of what is actually happening in the background with the U.S. Department of Education. So I just, um, again, wanted to make sure everybody uh, was able to understand the information that they have. And I'd like to thank my uh, listener that has just joined me. Uh, it's nice to see you. Um, and I believe your name is Essie. So thank you for joining Essie. Um, and what I'd also like to say is, is that um, going forward, um, if you have any questions with regards to what is happening with the student loan uh, debt relief, by all means, you can contact me with any of your questions. My email address is danderson at dasfinancialaidconsultingservices.com. I also have a um, Facebook page where you're welcome to go in and, and take a look at. It's DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services LLC, and you can follow that page, and I'll provide you with as much information as possible. I will be honest with you, I am not on any other social media platform at this point in time. Um, other than I do have, um, I still have my profile on LinkedIn, but I'm not as active on LinkedIn as I as I used to be. Um, and But the, the podcast will post to there as well. So I just wanted to, again, um, share this information with y'all. Um, I hope everybody's having a great day. And uh, I will be talking to you soon. So thank you again for joining the show and uh, take care.